Fitchix Chat, brought to you by Fitchix Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. Our goal is to educate and empower women to take control of their lives through our weekly podcast, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. In each episode, you will hear from us together, sometimes solo, as well as from top female experts in the fields of fitness, nutrition, wellness, and business to educate and empower you to take control of your health and your life. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Okay, so hey everyone, welcome to day number four of your Build Your Online Fitness and Nutrition Business Challenge. I'm super excited today, I'm always super excited, but the past few days I've been monitoring the chat and today I get to chat live. So I'm super excited because I love sharing all this information with all of you. So today we have got a packed day of information. So I hope you guys have your worksheets ready, I hope you've downloaded them, I hope you're ready to rock because this is like fast and furious this week, right? Like I hope you guys are like getting a ton out of this and I know you might be feeling like holy smokes, this is a lot of information, but this is your foundational stuff that is going to set you up for major success. So today, what we are focusing on is your ideal client, finding your dream clients. This is so exciting because this is basically like you started off with your niche. So you drilled it down to figure out like, okay, who is it that we are going, like what area of focus am I going to have? Then you went into, um, right from niche, you went into like the topic, like, well, what could I even talk about? Like, what, what is it that I'm an expert in? What do I want to be known in? What do I want to present to this world? And what do I want to like really put out there? And what problem can I truly solve? And then you went into the transformation, which is how you were going to transform, transform people's lives and help them from A to B. But then you have all this stuff. So now you have like that foundational piece of knowing like the market that you're in, the topic you're covering, the transformation you're giving, but now you got to find the people. you got to be like, all right, so cool. So I'm ready to go, but like, who are my people? Because the thing is, is that just like in niche, you don't want to be speaking to everybody. You want to be focused on one specific area. So what we're going to be talking about today is finding your dream client, your ideal client. We're going to get super focused. I'm going to show you how to conduct an interview with them. We're going to do a ton of stuff so that you can get very clear about how you can speak to them. And also it'll like affirm for you the information that you've already built out. So it's going to tell you like, yes, everything that you have done to date is in line with what they need for their transformation. So it's really exciting. So we're going to get clear today on who you're serving, what their pain points are, what they're facing, how you can make true impact in their lives. Um, And you're going to also understand how you're going to solve this problem for them so that you can actually build your online program based around their actual needs, not just based around what you were in theory thinking they require. So who is your ideal client? Now I got to move my camera down because I always have my Nope. There we go. I always have it up high and then like I can't see my slides. (laughs) So who is your ideal client? Your ideal client is the person that you want to work with, but more importantly, it's the person that you know deep in your core, like deep down inside, you know that you can help them with their program. This is like, um, to give you the example of, you know, I always, Laura and I like to use that menopause example. And so it's like, you know for sure that if you're developing this program and the transformation you're providing, the people, your ideal client is somebody who is in 
menopause that is going through this and that is struggling with hormone issues that is causing them weight gain, right? So going back to what we were talking about yesterday with the transformation, that is your ideal client. It is somebody who is in menopause. So it, you have to then, when you understand who your ideal client is, it's going to help you in so many areas because it's going to help you understand this important stuff right here. This is what's exciting to me, I think, because when you understand this and you understand the connection of um, figuring out your ideal client and how that's going to help you in your business and how that's going to serve you and serve your clients as well, it's like mind-blowing to me because how much of a difference it can make. Now, understanding who you're serving and what will drive everything in your business is going to help you learn how to write your emails it's going to learn, it's going to help you understand what lead magnets to create. Lead magnets are the things that you create that is like ebooks or like um, mini courses or um, surveys or whatever it is that's going to like get their attention to make them say like, oh my gosh, like I do need this help. It's like, it's like a way to like pull them into your world so that you can show them what is possible, right? So that's a little bit of lead magnet is if anyone's not familiar. Um, but this is going to help you understand how to write your emails, how to create your videos for social media, for coaching, for classes, like for anything that you were doing where you were speaking to your people, it is going to help you understand how to do that and how to speak directly to them so that you're not just speaking to everybody. So again, using the menopause example, it's like if you are knowing that these are your people and it's women that are like 50 plus that are in menopause, that are struggling with hormones, that are struggling with weight gain because of it, you are not going to be just doing generalized emails of like, oh, here's a cool water tip, right? You're going to be talking about like, oh my gosh, like look at this transformation that I provided from this person just by changing their eating behaviors or look at how your hormones are affecting this and this and why you can never seem to get rid of that spare tire. Whatever it is, those are kind of the messages. So it's going to help you get clear. When you understand clearly who you're talking to, you can understand clearly how to speak to them. Um, and that's messaging in all of your markets. I'm going to give you a really great example of this in particular. And this is a real example um, that where I was working with one of our grads of our fitness and nutrition expert program. So before we even dive into this, I just want to get super clear on this. Okay. So I was working with Sarah Taylor, who's one of our grads of our fitness and nutrition expert program. And she's amazing. She has like these two studios. Um, she opened up two fitness studios in the GTA within like 10 months, I believe, of graduating, just like super mind blowing and so ambitious and amazing. And she was like, struggling a bit with her message because she wasn't being clear about who her ideal client was. And her and I sat down and we chatted about this and we were like, you know, um, she's like, but I just really want to help everybody going back to that whole niche and the transformation and the ideal client stuff. It's like, she was like, you know, I just, I don't want to segregate. I don't want to just say it's one area. And I was like, but Sarah, you know, you're really known in the market as someone, you're a plus size model. You are Miss plus size Canada. People come to you. They know you, they're familiar with you. They know that you've experienced transforming your own health in this way. We need to make your message super clear so that they can see that how you can help them. So you need to gear your messaging towards them. And, you know, she was hesitant at first, but honestly, and I know Sarah, if you're listening, you can jump in and tell them this. Like it's, this is facts. Like she jumped in, she said, okay, you know what? Yeah, I am going to change my messaging. I am going to get super clear. I'm going to focus on what they need. We reworked her emails. I said, go back, go back and step back into those moments when you were struggling with your weight, when you were struggling with your health, when you were thinking about, oh my God, what you were thinking about and sitting on that couch thinking about at night. And rewrite and write your messages according to those thoughts and those feelings that you were having, and that will speak to your people, right? So she was writing emails being like, I lost 80 pounds and I thought I would be happy, but guess what? I wasn't. 
and things like that, like crazy impactful messages. And her registration increased, like she went from five registrations to I believe 47 registrations in one week, guys. One week just from changing this, from understanding who she was speaking to and understanding how to speak to them, it changed, it transformed her entire business. And that's because she understood who it was and what they needed. And what they needed was they needed a clear message of transformation and they needed to be spoken to directly. But she needed to get clear on who she was talking to instead of speaking to everybody. She needed to drill it down and say, okay, I'm talking to the women that are in like that are in this area where they've never worked out before or they're struggling with their weight or, you know, they're plus size in this area and this is who I need to help. Okay. So that's just to give you an example before we dive into this. So, um, I know I kind of jumped into this. I was just so excited to share that story because I think it's so powerful. Um, but so your ideal client is not just your avatar. A lot of times people think that your ideal client is your avatar, which is like that whole avatar is that fictional character that you create, which is the whole thing of like, okay, you know, like they're a mom and they're like, it's the external things. It's like their age, their demographic, their occupation and all that stuff. And that's just good to know. And it's good to give you an idea so that you can kind of create this visual sort of idea of who that person is that you're speaking to. And I don't say, I, you know, don't, I don't recommend skipping that step, but that's not the most important step. That's just the external stuff to give you a visual. I like doing this. And I know Laura, um, we've talked about this where it's like, okay, we sit down and we figure out who our ideal client is from an external standpoint. And we get a visual of like what they look like, where they're sitting, like what their desk looks like. And like, you know, um, cause ours is usually like an admin assistant. And like, you know, we think about like what their role is and everything, but then that just gives you that surface. All right. That's just like the surface stuff that doesn't dive deep. So now is when you need to dive deep. You need to look at, to figure out who your ideal client is, you need to think more than just the surface stuff. Cause if you just focus on the surface stuff, you're going to be sending out messaging to them that is just going to hit the surface as well. It's never going to actually hit them in their core. It's not going to resonate with them and it's not going to make them raise their hand and say, Oh my gosh, that's me. She sees me. She understands me and get them clear as to how you can help them and get them ready to make that step. So how do you do that? How do you dive deep? So the first thing you need to do is you need to focus on the internal stuff. You need to connect with them and make sure that you understand their belief patterns, their pain points, what drives them, and their why. Why are they looking for your program? I feel like I'm speaking really fast today, so I'm going to try to slow it down a bit. I just get really excited when I'm talking about this stuff. So if I do start talking too fast, Laura, just like, just do this to me or something. <laughs> Give me like a little like slow down motion. All right. So it's important to understand their pain points and to get specific so that you can identify the main root of their problem. And that's what your problem is going to solve, right? So that's that transformation that Laura was talking about yesterday, that A to B scenario. So an example of like the general stuff going back to that like niche and going back to the transformation of generalization, it's like, oh, I've gained weight. The main pain point is like, no, I've gained weight during menopause around my midsection. Like that's like their main problem. Or if you're looking at a couple that is struggling in their marriage, that's like a very general, like, oh, a couple is struggling in their marriage. But a main pain point that your program could focus on where you could identify who the people are is like, oh, it's a couple struggling in their marriage after having their first baby. Right. So that's like getting really specific and drilling it down. So how do you figure out what they need from you? Because once you know what they need from you, you can speak to them, right? When you understand what is causing them so much pain, 
So not again, like Laura, like Laura was saying yesterday, it's not pain, like physical pain. It might be physical pain, but oftentimes it's like, it's like that pain, that thing that is like eating away at them and telling them like, oh my gosh, like just there has to be a difference. There has to be something that is different. There has to be change available. There has to be something possible. I don't know what it is, but I can't live like this, right? So what is causing them so much pain? You also have to figure out what false beliefs they have about themselves or about the process that they're about to go into. The false beliefs that they have about themselves is that internal thing that they look at that they're like, I can't do this. I've tried to lose weight over and over again, and I always fail. I suck. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I don't deserve to feel this way. Um, or it's like this false belief about the program, like, oh, all of those fad diets never work, right? Even though you might not be selling a, a fad diet, this is a belief that they have built into their minds because they've tried, they feel like they've tried everything and nothing has worked, everything has failed them. And so then therefore they feel like they're a failure and then every opportunity is a failure. And that's when you understand that people have that huge block, you have to figure out how to get past that for them. How do you speak to them in a way to get past that? Okay. And that's what the marketing messages, that's what all of your sales messages, that's what your social media, that's what all of that does, right? That's what Sarah did in her messaging was like, instead of talking about like, Hey, do you want to come and try a free class? She was like, Hey, I was sitting on my couch thinking, why can't I just stop eating these chips? And like people were reading that and going, Oh my gosh, that's who I am too. And I need her help because she understands how to get past that. All right. So it's understanding how to get them over that hump. The other thing is that you have to understand is you have to ask them, you have to ask yourself, like, why haven't they already solved this issue to date? What is it that is holding them back from already having this transformation? And oftentimes, this is an internal thing. And when you understand what it is about them that is holding them back, whether it be their fear of change, whether it be that they have this intense fear of, like, if I go on this healthy journey and none of my friends are doing it, then they're not going to want to hang out with me. This is like a true fear that a lot of people have, right? Or, well, what if I'm no longer myself anymore? Or if all of a sudden I just, if I do it and I, I can't continue for the rest of my life or like all of these different fears. So you have to think, what is the thing that has held them back from gaining that transformation? Or is it just that they feel like um, they haven't found the right program? They haven't found the right opportunity, right? You have to understand what is holding them back. And then, of course, what is keeping them up at night? I love that question. I love that thought. Because here's the thing, guys. When you're thinking about your marketing messages and everything else, I know I'm kind of jumping a little bit ahead because I'm talking about marketing strategies, but they all tie in together so clearly. And it's like when you're talking about writing your sales messages or posting on social media, if everything that you're posting is generic, you're going to be speaking to that generic pool, that red ocean that I talked about in day one. Okay. If you are thinking about, okay, my people need this menopause program. What is keeping them up at night? What's keeping them up at night is them thinking about how do I balance my hormones? How do I incorporate this into my day-to-day -day living? How do I lose this weight? These are the things that are bothering them in their minds. How do I get rid of these hot flushes? I can't take it anymore. Like that's the stuff that they're laying in bed thinking about. They're definitely hundred percent. I can like guarantee you they're not laying in bed going, I wish I had another recipe for casserole. 
Like they're not doing that. Like that's not happening whatsoever. So when you understand that, you understand then how to speak to them. And when you speak to them, that's when they decide to make that transformation. That's when you get over that other part that I was talking about, which is why haven't they solved this already? They haven't solved it already because nobody has spoken to them. Nobody has given them the clear identity of like understanding how they can get there. So I want you guys to really think about that stuff. In your worksheet, I go through a bunch of questions, okay? There is like a full list of questions in there that is going to ask you. You're going to have like your basic avatar stuff, which is like maybe six pieces of like the generic sort of external stuff. But then in the internal side on the worksheet, you guys got to do this. This is where you're going to answer these questions of, what is keeping them up at night? And I want you to take, like I said, like Laura said, like you want to take about 20 minutes and I want you just to like allow your brain just to like open up and be like, okay, put yourself in their position. And if you're someone who has went through that transformation on your own, bring yourself back to that moment. Pull yourself back to those moments when you were laying in bed going, oh my gosh, I just want to stop eating those chips at night. Why do I keep doing this? Right? Like those were the thoughts that were going through your head. It wasn't the, Oh, I just wish I knew how to make my water tastier. Like that wasn't what you're worried about. So think about the things and answer those specific questions for the internal so that you can identify who those people specifically are and what is causing them all of this pain. Because when you understand that you can communicate to them and you can get them to say, that's me. I need you. I need your program. I need your help. All right. And then we're going to dive in a little deeper and say, now you think, you know, like after you fill out the worksheet, okay, so don't do this part until you've completed the worksheet. Um, this is kind of like a bonus section that I've added in today. And normally this is the next step, but I'm adding it in all together because I want you guys to understand this. So once you have figured out your worksheet, I then want you to actually take and validate what you're thinking. I want you to take the next step and I want you to say, okay, I think I know what's keeping them up at night because this is what was keeping me up at night. I'm pretty sure I understand what is causing them so much pain. I feel pretty confident that I know what is holding them back. But now we're going to take the next step and we're going to actually validate your ideas for your online program. And we're going to do that by actually getting into their heads and hearts and you're going to create a survey that is going to actually help you 100% solidify that your messaging and who you're speaking to and the people that you want to attract are the right people. Because this is the thing, guys, when you think about your ideal client, which is the person that you want to work with, the person that you just dream of, and we'll talk about the dream client in a minute, but that person that you're just like, oh my gosh, I desire, like those are the people I want to work with. Those are the people I want in my group. I want the 50 plus women that are dealing with menopause that are struggling. When you know who that is, and you know what they're struggling with, then everything that you do will speak to them, but you've got to make sure that you 100% understand it. So I want you guys then, after you have written out what you think, I want you to create a survey for your ideal clients to complete. And now you might be like, okay, that's cool, but like, who do I send this to? So we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so step number one is that you're going to create a survey that they're going to complete and share their insights, which is going to help you validate what it is that you think that is holding them back or that is keeping them up at night. Step two is you're going to ask the right questions. Step three, you're going to determine the platform for sending out your survey. Step four, you're going to determine your audience. And step five, you're going to develop a thank you follow-up strategy. Okay, so here we go. So step number one, 
is that you're going to create the survey. Okay. So this is where you're going to validate your topic idea. You're going to confirm that your ideal client is actually in fact interested in your offer and you're going to share specifics about the program to help you attract them. Right. So you're going to help, like you're going to start identifying like, okay, this is what I'm offering. This is what I'm thinking of offering. And this is what I think is bothering you. Is this, accurate. That's basically what you're trying to do in this survey. Okay. So you're going to ask them very specific questions in there. So ask the right questions. You want to be specific so that you gain valuable insight. So no fluff. The survey itself should take no more than 10 minutes for them to complete because you do not want it to be like this long survey because people don't take the time to be able to like, they won't spend 30 minutes filling out a survey. 10 minutes is like the absolute max. I would say almost five minutes if possible. Um, and definitely have some sort of a deadline built into it or like some sort of an incentive like, oh, fill this out and get like $20 off of blah, 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 or get a one-on-one -on -one consult with me or something along those lines to encourage them to fill it out, okay? And then the third thing is that you want to include a question um, if they will actually purchase your program or not. This is a really great question to ask because this is going to help you understand for your follow-up strategy if they're like, because you want to talk about your program a little bit in the survey, right? And being like, oh, like I'm going to be, there's going to be this program that is going to help women with menopause, that's going to help you lose weight. Like would an online program be something that you would be interested in. And if they're like, no, I don't like online programs or yes, I need this. Then you know how to follow up with each person directly and indirectly. Right now, the specific questions going back to that for a second, the specific questions that I want you to think about is like, instead of asking general questions of just like, Oh, what's your income or what's your, it's like, don't worry about the external stuff. I want you to ask the questions that are similar to the worksheet that I'm asking you to fill out. So asking them like, what is it, um, you know, dealing with weight gain during menopause, what is it that you find is the biggest problem? What is the determined, what is the factor that has held you back from making changes to help you lose weight or to balance your hormones or something along those lines? Like ask similar questions to what you're already asking yourself so that you can identify if you are in line with what you think that they need. The next thing is that you want to develop, uh, determine the platform that you're going to be using. Sorry, I got to keep moving my camera around because, or my video there. Um, there's so many different platforms that you can use. You can use SurveyMonkey. Um, but one thing that we just love is just Google Forms. We recommend it because Everybody kind of uses Google. It's super easy to use. It's free. It's a simple format. You can download your results for viewing responses after. Like it's, it makes your life really simple. So this is a really big actionable step, guys, that you can take to be able to just develop this. So go into Google Forms and you just create your survey in there and then you have the link that you just share with your people. And then you've got to figure out who your audience is, right? So you have two options essentially. For sending out your survey. You have option one, if you already have an email and an engaged list. So if you're someone who already has a business, so if say you have an in-person business, right? So I know like, for example, Leona, um, we've been talking and you already have an in-person business. You are already working with clients. You are already helping them in like fertility and in hormone balancing and in menopause. Like you're helping these women in these areas. Ask them, these are your people ask them, send the survey out and say, Hey, can you fill this out? I'm thinking of taking this, developing an online program. And this is the focus. Can you fill out, answer these questions? Because you already have an engaged audience. It'll allow for you to know 
if they would actually transition over to an online program and if you're in line with what you think they actually need from you. Because I know that you have a couple of different areas that you want to focus on. So get it really hyper-focused on one of those areas that you choose and it'll help you determine if that's truly the area that they need your support in. Um, and then if you're someone who is starting out and you're like, I don't have an email list, post it on your social media. Ask the people that are in your world already, whether you have, if you have a Facebook group or even if you just have your friends and family reaching out, like there's going to be some people, especially like on Facebook or something like that, where you're already going to have some of your ideal clients within your pool of people. I know one of my clients that I work with in business, she did the exact same thing. She posted it on her private page and she had two clients coming from that. So it's like, you never know what those people need from you. So question for you guys, who here already has a business? I know Laura just posted that. I'm curious. All right. Then we've got our step five. So I'll let you respond back to Laura. <laughs> but I'm just going to jump in here and I'm going to say, okay, now, so once you have the survey built, right? So you've already done all the work like in the beginning. So you've already been like, okay, I've answered the external questions, which is creating my avatar. I've done the internal questions, which is figuring out like the deep dive stuff of like, what do they truly need to make this transformation possible to really make that decision to move forward? And how can I help them over that hump of thinking this isn't for me or this isn't possible because I've tried everything and nothing works. How do I get them past that? And how do I show them that I can truly help them, right? I know who my people are. How do I help them get past that? You do that by answering those internal questions. Then you validate it by saying, I'm going to send out this survey and I'm going to say, guys, is this accurate? Is essentially what you're doing. You're not full on asking them that question, but you're asking similar questions. And then you're looking at their responses and you're comparing it to what you think to make sure that it is in line because you may be surprised. You may be totally surprised. I know that Laura and I, we've just sent out surveys before and we are like, whoa, that's totally not what we expected, right? Which allows for you to then pivot your messaging a little bit to help you create your online program even more focused on what they actually truly need. And then you've got step five, which is develop your follow-up strategy. Your follow-up strategy is for your people that responded to your survey, okay? So it's important that they feel heard and appreciated for sharing their feedback. So you always want to respond to everybody and you can have an automated response or you can have something personalized. It is completely up to you. I personally like to do things very personalized because I do just, I truly do value people's feedback and I do truly value when people share information with me. So if somebody emails me and they say, you know, they answer a question, I always respond back to them personalized. Um, however, it's up to you in terms of, because it is a time thing as well. It's going to take a lot of time, especially if you have a lot of responses, which I hope you do. Um, <laughs> but the second thing is, for those who said that they would not purchase your program, because that is one of the most important questions in your survey is, would you buy a program online that focuses on X? When they say, no, I would not, because I do not like um, online programs, because if they say no, you want to have a box in there that says a mandatory, like, why? Like you want to know why they wouldn't buy it because it'll help you determine if you have the right people already in your pool or not. If they all say no, because I don't like online, then you know that you need to find a different group of people. 
But if they say no, then you want to send them a response that says, thank you so much. Show your appreciation for their valuable feedback because it is truly valuable for you to understand where they're coming from. If they say yes, within 24 hours, you want to send them something personalized that is showing specific, um, like specifically answer something based on their feedback and offer them a pre-order opportunity for your program or a waitlist opportunity. Because you haven't already built your program yet. Right now you're in the process of like building, right? So you're just in that like phase of like, I'm building this out, but you don't want to lose them. And you don't want to like, if they're saying, yes, I need this, you want to immediately give them the opportunity to lock in and say, okay, cool. Do you want to do a pre-order or would you like to be added to my wait list? And as soon as it becomes available for purchase, I'll send you an email directly personally with a special offer. When you do that, it'll allow for them to stay feeling like connected to you and to the program and to the opportunity. If you do not follow up with them, they'll just feel like, oh, I want to buy it. But then they feel like it doesn't really matter. And then it'll kind of goes by like, it'll just pass by the opportunity. So make sure that you have something built in so that if they say yes, within 24 hours, you were sending them an opportunity of either a pre-order or a waitlist opportunity. And the waitlist opportunity will always include some sort of a follow-up email when it becomes available and with a special um, bonus opportunity during that time. Okay. That was a lot of information guys. And I know, I know that was like a ton of stuff. And I kind of, like I said, I bundled in the interview stuff, even though it's not normally part of the ideal client stuff. I just, I feel like that's such an important action process, like an action piece that I didn't want you guys to miss it. So I just, I hope it's cool that I added that in. I hope it was valuable for you to see why you want to be validating that before you like just dive in and say, yeah, these are my people and this is what they're thinking. All right. So then I have this other piece. This is this next part, like the next level of like ideal client versus dream client. So your ideal client is like the people that you know need your program and that you know you can help transform. Remember I said that in the beginning, it's like the people that you know are like sitting there, the women that are 50 plus that are dealing with menopause that have that straight tire that are like, I just can't take it anymore. I don't want any more hot flashes. I need something to help me. Those are my ideal clients. But my dream clients is a little different. Your dream clients is the people that are not only your ideal client, but they are also the people that have the characteristics and that have the like, I, I like to think of it almost as like the integrity and like the vibe that like you just want to work with so badly, okay? And sometimes as business owners, we believe that we want to just get as many people as we can in. And this is it goes back even to like the niche stuff where you just want to help everybody. You just want to open it up. But like the thing is, is that if you don't have your dream clients in or your ideal clients in your programs, you'll probably have more headaches than good. <laughs> so avoid that by getting really focused on who your people are. Now, your dream client is truly the people that you know that you can help, but they also have the characteristics. Like they are people that are driven, that are... Um, you know, want to complete this. Like when I think about like our fitness and nutrition expert certification program, it's like people that are action takers that are like dedicated to truly helping people that want to stay connected to health and wellness, that want to live with purpose, that don't make excuses and just go after it and do whatever it takes to get it done. Like those are like my dream clients and the people that I know will be super successful because that's like, when you are that driven, you're going to be that driven in your business. You're going to be that driven in every area of your life. And 
you, there's nothing that will hold you back, right? So those are like the people. Those are the people that we love. <laughs> now, your dream client, if you're thinking about the differences between ideal clients, so ideal clients are the people that you're going to attract through your program, but your dream clients are the people that are going to fire you up. They're going to get you so excited. They're going to get so excited about your program, and you're going to get so excited about working with them. They're going to commit to the program, and there's someone that you know that will, you will be able to provide amazing results for because of the dedication, because you see it in them. Like You see like they're showing up every single time to every single live session or to every coaching call, or they're asking the questions, and they're really engaged in the program those are your dream clients because those are the ones that you know will actually go through the full transformation you know I remember someone saying to me once like oh well you know it doesn't matter like if you're selling an online program like if people just buy it you're still making profit like it doesn't matter if they don't do the program who cares and I'm like I care because that's not the point the point is and, you know, this is like my phrase that I love to say. It's like, the point is, is that I want to make impact and income, right? So I want to be able to make impact in people's lives and like actually help them transform their life. And through our education programs and our certifications and everything, I actually want them to complete it. I don't just want them to buy it and then have it sit by the wayside. So you should feel the same way. You want to work with people that you can truly help because you want to help them. And you want to actually see them come out the other side and live that better life. That's the whole purpose of being in this industry. Um, and then these are also your dream clients will become your number one fan. They'll purchase everything that you have to offer after that. They will be the people that will be your cheerleaders on the side being like, guys, you need to take this. It's an amazing program. This is an amazing opportunity. And you're missing out if you do not do it. So how do you find your dream clients, those unicorns? <laughs> so the first thing that you want to do is you want to create a list of all the characteristics you desire in your dream clients. So like I said, like committed, um, you know, full of integrity, people that are dedicated, people that don't make excuses, like whatever those characteristics are that, you know, are full of joy or whatever it is that you desire in those people, the people that you would love to like, your dream clients, in my mind, I like to think of it as like people that I would hang out with for like 24 hours and be super excited about it. If you don't have clients in your life, if you have clients that you're like, oh my gosh, if I have to talk to them one more time, like those are not your dream clients. Those are like the headache clients and you want to get rid of those people. You want to get, you want to like tweak your business so that you stop talking to those people and you start attracting only the people that you want to hang with, in my mind. <laughs> um, the second thing is that you want to create a list of characteristics of things that you do not want in your dream clients, the things that you, the people that you do not want to work with, right? Um, and then the last thing is that you want to build all your marketing materials based on the desired characteristics so that you attract your tribe and that you repel all the other people. Notice that there's been like a theme over the past four days that we keep talking about repelling people. <laughs> and like, it's like, and you're like, but I'm building my business. But like, guys, if you don't do this step, you're not going to attract the right people. You won't even attract your people. If you don't repel some people, you won't attract the other people, right? You won't attract your ideal client, your dream clients. You will literally just be like pushing kind of everybody away if you stay generic. So don't be nervous about the repelling. So here's an example, how to find your dream client. So this is a list of like characteristics that I would like to work with. These are the list of characteristics of people that I don't really necessarily want in my business, right? So I want to work with people that make positive impact in the world, 
that are dedicated, self-starters, hard workers. They believe there's a solution to every problem. They have an entrepreneur mindset, which is huge. It's such a different mindset. They have women who support women because that's what we are, right? We're like, we're not here bashing women. We are not about that at all. We are about lifting people up and helping them rise all about learning and personal growth and development. Those are the people that I want to work with in our academy. Who do I not want to work with? Someone who acts like a victim. Nothing more draining for you than someone who is going to consistently pull you backwards because they're acting, they're allowing something in their past to pull them backwards. It's going to pull you away from your focus and your energy away from the people that you're serving. Someone who makes excuses or complains Someone who looks for shortcuts. I don't necessarily, you know, we make it very clear in our program, like this is a program that is meant for dedicated people. If you're looking for a piece of paper, if you're just looking for the certification, this program is not for you because I don't want someone who's just trying to jump in and get it done. Someone who has a scarcity mindset, only cares about image, gives up when things get hard because it's always going to be hard, guys. (laughs) And then um, who doesn't celebrate other women's success. So... By creating this list, I'm like, I'm super clear. Like, these are the people that I want to attract. These are the people I don't. I can literally post on social media stuff about, like, how looking for shortcuts is just not the answer, you know? And like that. So then I start repelling. So when I talk about attracting or repelling, it's like I could focus specifically on, like, you know, um, posting or doing blog posts or doing podcasts or whatever it is that I want to do to be speaking to my ideal client. And I could focus on all the things that I like to work with what is an entrepreneur mindset and talk about all of what that means. And then I can also on the flip side, use the stuff I don't want to work with also as blog posts or social media posts when I'm like, you know, do you give up when it gets hard? Like this is, you know, this is why that is such a negative part or like this is what's going to continue to hold you back in your life because of this and blah, blah, blah. So that I kind of push those people away because then they're like, Oh, that is me. And you know, I, make excuses. And so I'm not, they get like uncomfortable. So then they wouldn't be attracted to my stuff and that's okay. I'm okay with that. And then what you want to do to find your dream client is that you want to put it on your sales page and like, we're not at sales page stuff. And I know that, but you definitely, you want to create these lists so that you have them so that you can then post it. And so that you can attract those people and you can repel the other people. So you can have your, your dream clients literally coming to you and being like, that is me. You are for me. I need this program. And then all those other people will just fall by the wayside and that's cool. So this is just an example of on our fitness and nutrition expert program, right? So it's like, who is this program for? The program is ideal for women who are incredibly passionate about health and ready to start through in this industry, who need certifications, ready to turn their passion to part-time or full-time career in health and fitness, turn their knowledge, take their knowledge to the next level and so forth. And then like, who is this not for? It's for people looking for a shortcut to get certified. They don't want to put in the time and effort to um, master their craft, et cetera. So like we've made it so clear, right? So that anyone who knows like this is who they are, then this is not the program for them. Because again, it's draining when you are working with people that are not your ideal or your dream clients. So now what? That was like a ton of info. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like I just like bombarded you guys with like so much information and I hope it made sense and I hope it was super helpful. Um, but now is the time where you guys need to go and like take that time and take that step and be like, okay, I've got the worksheet. Now I need to figure out who my ideal client profile is. 
I need to build that survey out so that I can solidify and validate it. And then I need to create that chart of who my dream client is. What are those characteristics that I love and that I desire in my dream clients? And what are the characteristics that I do not want so that I can start repelling those people and I can start pulling in the people that I truly want to work with and that I know that I can actually help. Okay. So that is your next step. And that's like before tomorrow. So you want to take that time right now. Um, while this is like fresh in your mind, take that step back and be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer these questions to really figure this out. If you don't get the survey done by tomorrow, that's totally fine. The survey is kind of like that bonus extra step to validation, but you at least want to get done the worksheet, which is creating the profile and the dream client chart. Okay, so do those two steps before tomorrow's training so that you have that clear idea of what their problem is and who those people truly are so that you know how to speak to them. All right, so now we are going to do some Q&A. Do we have any questions? I'll let Laura, my moderator. <laughs> I know. So much good stuff. Okay, guys, let's get some questions going here. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a second to add in some questions. Um, yes, lots of good information. Such good stuff. Love it, love it, love it. Yay! Awesome. And guys, the thing is, is that over the last um, four days, of <laughs> course, this whole, I know it's been four days and we've covered so much ground. Um, <laughs> and a lot of this stuff, of course, is going through and completing these worksheets. Listing, of course, what Amanda's saying, but going through and, and completing the worksheets. Because again, what's going to happen is this five days is about getting clarity. It's about getting clear on who your niche is, what topic could you teach in the online space? Um, then what is the transformation and the outcome that topic is going to provide? And then today, who are these people who are going to now be the people you're going to work with to help on this topic? And then tomorrow we're putting it all into, um, into practice with the steps to actually creating your online program. Yeah. So, I know it might seem like, whoa, this is a lot of internal work, but in all reality, this is the work. And I know we've said this, you know, throughout these four days that most people don't do. And this is why most people are failing when they're trying to launch their programs is because they're mm -hmm. not doing this stuff. They're not talking about it. And just as much, and this is where, you know, being a fitness professional, a health professional, nutrition coach, wellness coach, if you have an MLM, it's all about understanding your clients. Like this is the most important stuff when it comes to really knowing what your clients are going through, what problems they have, what they need. You can create a program that literally is for them. Yeah. Cause you know, I even, uh, just the other day I had someone email me, one of my clients who, uh, she's looking at working on developing a new program and she's just sending me this idea for all of these things for a program. And I was like, well, let's pull it back for a second here. Who's your ideal client? And She's like, well, I haven't thought about that yet. I'm like, don't build the program yet until you understand who you're building it for. Because I, yeah. so much of it, it's psychology. Mm -hmm. It's really psychology. And the thing is, I'm going to add to that, Lauren. Like the thing is, is that we all want to jump ahead. 
I get that. We all want to take the jump ahead to do like what we talk about when we talk about the framework and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow. But we all want to jump ahead and just decorate the house and put the paintings up and do all the fun stuff. Cause that's the fun stuff. This stuff is like the hard stuff. And this is why so many people skip it because this is the stuff that you're like, but, but how does this like, how does this feed into like, well, the, the modules that I want to teach or how is this feeding? But this is the stuff because like, I'm going to give you a really good example of MLM too. Like my sister right now, and she just started working for an MLM company. Okay. My sister has clearly not done this work and I keep trying to offer this help to her, but she doesn't want to do it. All right. And that's cool. That's fine. I'm not going to push it on her, but her posts on social media right now are just posts like, in her Instagram feed is a picture of just like the logo of the company with just like a, Hey, we have a preferred client special offer right now. Now, if I am her ideal client, which I am, I'm kind of in the age and demographic that she would probably be targeting, um, for this like skincare stuff in like, but if I see that, that's not a scroll stopper. Like that doesn't interest me at all. That doesn't speak to me. It's like, but if I saw a picture of like someone my age with like, I have like this sunspot on my face that's like, I'm really, I'm really sensitive about, or it's an old age spot. I don't know, <laughs> but it's like one or the other, but I'm really sensitive about it. And like, if I saw a picture of a before and after of like, oh my gosh, like look at this reduction of like sunspots or something from someone, I would be like on that, like nobody's business, right? Because that's what I need to see. I don't need to see this offer, but this is the problem that so many people do in online spaces. They just keep posting about like they post their logo or they post the offer, but they are not talking to the people. And if you don't talk to the people, you won't attract the people. If you don't understand the, who the people are, you don't understand how to talk to them. And that's why this step is so important because it's like understanding who you're talking to will allow you to figure out your messaging so that you can clearly speak to them to attract them into your program, to pull them out of that red ocean into your blue ocean and be able to get the transformation that they desire. This all goes hand in hand. It's like one huge, even though we've taught it in four different steps, it's like one huge piece like that all goes together because this is all of the stuff that will set the foundation for you to actually be able to move forward to the next step, which is the step of like, okay, now we've done that. Now we can actually start building the program, but you can't build the program until you know who you're talking to. Does that make sense? And this work too, that even Amanda's talking about right now, it's so fascinating because when you actually do it, mm -hmm. and especially as you start to interview what you think people might be struggling with or how they feel is not actually how they feel or what they really care about. So for example, maybe someone you're thinking someone really cares about having more energy, you know, maybe you're going to give them a, uh, a weight loss program and you think they really care about energy when in all reality, they don't. Maybe yeah. what they're really caring about is fitting into that New Year's Eve party dress. Or maybe yeah. what they really care about is, you know, feeling sexy in the bedroom again, or whatever that is. And then what happens is, you know, you might have been writing your sales copy before or your posts or any of your marketing messages or emails talking about energy. 
And as soon as you make that small shift, so even for example, when Amanda was using that, that example of Sarah Taylor, you know, she was, she was talking so generically about, you know, here's my weight loss program or or, here's my fitness program for women, la 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 la. Well, you're getting lost. You're getting completely lost. And we always like to use the, the game of would I raise my hand and say, that's me. So as soon as Sarah started saying, you know what, I lost 80 pounds and I still wasn't happy. Wait, hold on a second. Five people register from that one email within 12 hours. Yeah. So right there, 12 hours, one message. That's a switching. Yeah. And that's a showstopper. And also that's something that, holy crap, wait a second, either number one, I've lost weight and I feel that way or two, I am plus size and I feel like the holy grail of my life of happiness is on the other side of weight loss. So now they're paying attention. Now that's me raising my hand saying, yeah, that's me. That's me. I need my belief. Oh my gosh, that isn't the case. Let me hear more. And it, it truly allows for them to see what is like, what is possible, you know? And yeah, it definitely, it definitely was like a game changer for her business just by switching and figuring out who her people actually were. Um, okay. So we have a couple of questions now. So Zara asks, what if you have a client who questions what you offer, demanding some changes, not wanting to complete your recommendations, should you change what you offer or stop coaching them? Hmm. Um, I would say stop coaching them. (laughs) I would say you don't change. The thing is, it's like you, you don't, I mean, unless your program is not actually providing results, if your program is providing results, but it's not providing the results that that client is actually looking for if like to give you a very clear example if you have a client who is like I'm looking to lose 20 pounds in 10 days and you're like well that's not what my program is going to offer and then they still sign up for your program and then they're disappointed that they're not getting the results they're looking for then that's their that's like on them because they're being unrealistic and like you don't change your program you don't become like okay now we're going to just do like this crazy fasting and I'm going to give you all these diet pills and all this you don't adjust it for them it's like no like you're not, this isn't the program for you. You need to go on like the, I don't know, cabbage soup diet or something crazy to go to do this extreme thing. Cause that's not my thing. You don't adjust your program. You adjust maybe your messaging to find the people that are looking for your program that really are needing the transformation that you're providing, which is like, Oh, this slow and steady, but lifestyle approach of weight loss. And this is just an example. I'm not saying that that's what you're doing, Zara, but it's like, you adjust it so that you're speaking to those people. And that's why the whole like figuring out who it is that you're talking to is so important because once you figure that out, you won't be attracting the people that are looking for those extreme diets because none of your messaging will be attractive to them. And also just one side note yes. to you is that, you know, this is your program. I always like to say, you know, this is your house. We always use the analogy of the house. This is your yes. house. This is the way you run things. Um, and when someone comes into your world, unless of course they're challenging you on something that, you know, maybe you're telling them to have cabbage soup every day and they're like, well, I don't believe in that. But of course you want to work with a client, but if it becomes a place where it starts to bring you negative energy, like we have um, one of my other clients, she actually shut down her entire business and relaunched a new business because the, she had never done this work. She was attracting so many clients who were negative and who were draining her that she actually just shut that down and relaunched with a really focused business because it's, you've got to protect your energy too. And that's why this stuff is so important, not only to create that program, but to make sure you're bringing the right people into your world. 
Yeah, for um, sure. Rebecca has a really great comment too here. This is just a comment. She says, I'm a web designer and it's really interesting to me that we go through this process before we go to build a website or any solution for the user's experience. In so many industries, I find user experience is always left out. And yeah, and that's, it's across the board, right? It's the same thing what we're doing here is we're going through the process of understanding what the client actually is going to go through and what they need. So when we come to the place of building out the program, or building out the, the website. And that's why too, Amanda's gonna to talk about this tomorrow, the beta testing, just like you test a website with UX, like user experience, you also are gonna test um, you know, your program in a beta test. So you yeah. make sure that that experience is great for your clients before you go and launch it out into the, into the big bad world, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so many people too, you know, just like a website, they go through and click through and think, oh, you know, this works great for me, but I'm not, that's not the end user. So. Yeah really great comment. And I totally agree. It's, it's interesting how so many people don't go through this process and then they wonder why their program doesn't work or why their program is not attracting the right people. You know, I have a, I have a really interesting example. So just to tie that in even more, um, one of my friends, he was a concert promoter. Okay. And this is just like, it's not an online space, but he was a concert promoter and without deciding who his ideal client was and what their, sort of what their desires were and what their needs were and everything else. He started promoting concerts. And this was back in the day. And Laura, you remember this. He would be promoting concerts that were like really underground artists. Okay. Like underground, like so obscure, like hip hop artists and stuff. Like I used to always call it nerd rap. And, uh, <laughs> and like he would be paying crazy amounts of money, say like $10,000 for this artist to come in. And then he wasn't selling tickets. And he's like, oh, but like, they're so good. And I'm like, but you think they're so good, but your people, the people that come to your bigger shows, they're not looking for the underground artists. So now that ticket to see that artist cost you $10,000. And I'm like, well, I hope it was a really good concert, you know, um, <laughs> without sounding like too much of a jerk. But like, I, but like, that's the thing, guys, if you don't test it, if you don't actually listen to your audience and if you don't hear them and understand where they're coming from, it's going to cost you, maybe it doesn't cost you $10,000 like it did him on different shows, but it will cost you a lot of frustration, potentially your business. It'll cost you a ton of time and energy if you don't just do this work. Because if you understand what they need, if he would have taken the time to say, wait a second, even though, you know, mainstream artists aren't my thing, that's what they want. And he would have done those shows. He would have made a killing. Instead, he decided to go with what he wanted, what he believed was in the market, what people would aspire to want, and then it ended up costing him his business. Oh, Laura, you're muted. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you had a question. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's all we have for questions. Oh, cool. So, um, hold on just one second. Question is, I've already done my avatar. Do I also need to do my ideal client? 100%. <laughs> I don't even let you finish the question. Yes, 100% yes. Um, like I was saying in the beginning, avatar is going to provide you that like external idea of who those people are. And one of the things that I know Russell Brunson talks about this and I love this. He was like, you know, once you figure out your avatar, like the age demographic and where they work and all that kind of stuff, Google and try to find a picture, an image of like that actual person. If you don't know what that person looks like, try to actually find an image of like that person online, like a generic image of like 
someone who you think they would look like and post that up on your wall. So that every time you're like writing an email, you're like looking at them and you're like, okay, does Julie really like, does she care about this? And like, you're looking at her like, and it'll give you that visual. But the thing is, is that that's just the external stuff. If you don't do the internal, if you don't do that step of the ideal client of figuring out the, like what is keeping them up at night and what is causing them so much pain and why haven't they found that solution? If you ignore that part, you're going to keep everything really general and really surface. Awesome. Okay, guys, I think that's it for questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any other questions, post them below. Um, and we'll make sure that we get to them a little bit later today. And yeah, I hope that was super helpful, guys. And don't forget, guys, that tomorrow is our last day of the five-day Build Your Online Business Challenge. So yeah. make sure you're caught up on the four days. You want to be on live. So for anyone who's on the Facebook group, the tomorrow is not on the Facebook group. It is only going to be in the Zoom link. So we'll be sending out the link again, um, as, well as, with a, link in the as well as with a recap of the other four videos that you can go back and watch if you haven't yet. But tomorrow we're now putting it together and creating your online program framework. So this is where you definitely, definitely, definitely want to be on this one tomorrow, 12 o'clock, but it's only going to be in zoom because we need to make sure that we are, um, that we can, you guys have the full experience and that everything is accessed. Yeah. Yeah. So we will see you tomorrow in zoom at the same time, 12 PM Eastern standard time. And it's going to be the whole five-step process of your framework to building your business, getting you all the way up to basically program development, beta test, everything. Like we're going to go for it. So get ready to have, take a lot of notes. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, okay, guys. Pleasure. Okay, guys. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.